Welcome back to another episode of Random Thoughts with Students. We have a new guest with us today, the wonderful Sophie Veal. What is up? <laughs> uh, and we also have uh, Nuku. What is down? What is down? Oh, that was, <laughs> that I, was good. I that learned recently, I think you must have told me before, but I, I learned again recently that your actual name is Nukunu. Yeah, that is my full name. Mm. I'm just showing it down to make it simple, but people still get it wrong somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this, this uh, episode's question is, Soph, if you could just remind me. <gasps> Did Jesus ever have down days? Did Jesus have down days? I guess uh, the, the important thing is to define what a down day is. My, my instant thing, down days, chill time. That's my, that's mm. my feeling. But um, the question could talk about being depressed to what extent of being depressed yes. or feeling low? What do you guys think? Well, in terms of like being depressed, obviously an uh, example was just before he was going to get crucified, when he was in having that moment with God and he was just like sweating, like, I, can't, I don't want to do this sort of thing. And mm. It was that moment. When I, when I first read it, I was like, wow, Jesus felt emotions like us. But he still prayed. He still went to God. He still prayed to God, and you, it makes sense. Like you're gonna get crucified, so of course you'd be worried and anxious and things like that. But that's like one of the things that came to my mind about him having the down moments and things like that. Yeah, it's quite an extreme down moment. Is the um, the when you read it, it's, it's actually like a full blown panic attack. It yeah. talks about him falling to the floor, and you have the uh, it talks about him sweating blood. Mm. You're a nurse. There's a there's an actual condition, isn't there, where yeah, you, when you're under such stress that you actually sweat your well, you're not sweating. The highest blood, form of stress, yeah. Is that what it is? It's yeah, I that. think so. Oh right. So clearly, Jesus experienced severe pressure, mm. um, and severe. Well, I guess if you are in a panic attack, there is a kind of whether it's a depression or not, but it, it's it's a what we would often say is a negative yeah. thing that's happening um but i guess it could talk about just the milder i, I guess another extreme option mm. actually you were talking about it just before we hit record so weren't you about jesus going into the wilderness yeah well yeah i mean like first of all like not seeing people not seeing your friends or your family for like 40 days 40 nights that is a long time to be on your own. And then also having to press into the presence of God. Like, you do get physically exhausted. And then also to not be eating. I don't know how how you wouldn't experience on some level some mental pain, some like mental negativity. Um, I don't know. Like, because you can feel down but still be okay, know that you're okay, but you still feel not your tippity-top best. I don't know, I feel like Jesus must have felt like that, but there's often like a negative association with like, or if you feel bad, something's wrong, or either you're doing something wrong, or something else is going wrong. I don't know, what do you guys think? I think that often I think we can uh, under undervalue underestimate mm. i don't know what the quite right word is but the the humanity of jesus and when we talk about our 
our emotions our mental health and all that kind of stuff there is such a complexity of things that are taking place aren't there with hormones and um, whether you're eating and your physical stuff and what you're doing spiritually and how you're dealing with other people relationally as Mm. well Um, so I don't I don't uh, I, I think we have to understand that there's a much bigger thing here than just the I'm okay because Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Yeah. Or I'm okay because I am Jesus kind of mm. thing. Because he's human. And so just on, on that basis, uh, women have their monthly cycles. <laughs> we have a thumbs up from Sophia. <laughs> just to confirm that that does indeed happen. They are. But it, it's it's common knowledge, isn't it, that, um, that emotions are affected with the hormonal peaks and troughs that take place during that. And that, that's okay. The, the issue is what do you then do when you're feeling those emotions and so I think that to to have expected Jesus to have felt those moments of time or to felt emotionally something because of the hormonal physical things mm-hmm. that are taking place I think is okay um, but it's the what then did Jesus do what then was his confession yeah um, what did he build into his life to make sure that um he had rhythms that were good and wholesome. So, for instance, he's a Jew. He's practicing Sabbath. He takes a day out each week to chill and to celebrate and to delight in God. Or wouldn't it be great if more and more people did that? <laughs> in fact, there was a, there was a study that was done. Have you ever heard of it? With the so you know the uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses, yeah. they um, they uh, religiously practice the Sabbath, where you stop, you don't do anything, and all that kind of stuff. And there was a study that was done to show the amount of um, time that you get, sorry, the amount of time over a lifetime if you take one day a week Mm. is around about the same amount of time that a Jehovah's Witness will keep on living for beyond the average life expectancy. Oh, wow. So just the practice of taking time out to chill, to delight and to celebrate in God is something that's really significant and really powerful. You also read about Jesus... um, you remember the story when Jesus, uh, it's a bit of an unusual story, but Jesus goes and meets a woman and the woman's like, please, will you heal my daughter? And he's mm. like, no, you're not, you're not a Jew. I'm just here to serve the Jews. And she's like, oh, but even the bread, even the dogs get the breadcrumbs. You yeah. know that story? Well, he's traveling into a, a different region there for a holiday. That's what's taking place. He's going out to chill out so that he's not having to. Yeah. And obviously stuff starts happening. Mm-hmm. Um, which is inevitably the case with Jesus. So Jesus takes out time to make sure that he's living a balanced life. Yeah. You also have um, when you when you read in Mark, um, which <laughs> I went to uh, went to somebody who was speaking in a Genesis conference in commentary. He described the Gospels like this. He said, "If you like the full picture of Jesus' teaching, read Matthew. If you like evidence." Then read Luke. If you like beautiful language, then read John. <laughs> if you like Arnold Schwarzenegger films, then read Mark. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just action-packed and full on. There's, there's, if you read it to begin with, there's loads of immediately's, immediately's, immediately's. But what you find is that the more time is demanded of Jesus, yeah. the busier he gets, the more time he spends with the Father. Mm. And so he's making sure that he's tempering these I get down, I get stressed. I, I was ill recently and it was probably due to being run down with life mm-hmm. at home and busyness at, at work. And 
if there's a, a balance in your life, then it's much, much easier to manage mm. and to have a right confession in the midst of all that. Yeah, actually, my, I had a, well, I didn't have a day off yesterday, but I worked at home. But actually, even just spending that day in my house, just doing my work in my pyjamas all day. Actually, when I woke up this morning, there was... um like not an urgency but i was quite desperate to get out and i was quite excited to return back to work back to the normal like rhythm of of the nine to five um so i think that sometimes it actually can fix the context in your brain because sometimes all you need is a day (laughs) to just be reminded that actually it, it is okay and you can go every morning and you can come back and do it all again but sometimes all it takes is just a day to hit the restart button and you're like, oh, actually, I'm quite excited to come back. Mm-hmm. We just need to take a minute. Yeah. There's also times as well when you hear about Jesus being sad when uh, he hears about John the Baptist dying. Mm. talks about him going off to um, just to deal with that and process that. Or when um, uh, he's he finally comes to Lazarus's tomb and it says that he wept yeah. um, with everything that was going on there. So clearly Jesus was was moved in moments and all that kind of thing so i think um uh, when we talk about is it okay to be down and to have down days i think uh, the answer is uh, as is often the case with this kind of stuff is it depends yeah um because we have to recognize that life isn't all one level plain sailing field but at the same time um what is our confession going to be and what is what are we going to do in the face of the trials and challenges and also kind of long-term picture what are the daily weekly monthly things that we put into place to make sure that when the tough times do come we're aptly prepared to be able to deal with it Mm. i was um listening to a podcast that was talking about worship being like um military training because yeah i was in, I was reading in The Economist the other week that um, there's all these countries at the moment that are planning and prepping all of these big military strategies for the first ever time and it's really important that they do that because they're testing scenarios that could happen in, in the world and what happens in a nuclear apocalypse or what happens if China invades Taiwan or all that kind of thing. So it's really important that you have mm. those simulations because in, in so doing, if it ever happens, people know what it is that they need to do. And uh, this podcast was just talking about worship being a bit like that when we are in that presence and in that attitude of worship, that actually we are preparing ourselves spiritually for those moments when the tough times do come. Yeah. It's uh, the the training ground for the, the fight that takes place out there. Yeah, it's like a feeling, isn't it? Like if you imagine you're... If, you're, if you imagine you're a cup and the Holy Spirit's like your orange juice or whatever, when you do that worship and that personal time with God, then it gets filled up. Whereas the less time that you do it, I think you find that you scrape the bottom of the barrel and like having to dig deeper, you can only do it so much and so far before you start <laughs> well, scraping it's, the it's cup. It's the whole having having deep relationships takes time Mm. you can't just have a deep relationship that's based off a couple of interactions that are married 
And if I was just having a few interactions with Bonnie each week, she yeah. would come and tell me this is not enough. <laughs> She's more likely to tell me than the other way around. But uh, that's, that's her love language. So she would feel it a lot quicker. But it's important that that we recognise all that stuff and that all interplays with this. Yeah. That's how, that's how you have to see the relationship with God. You have to literally see it like he is my best friend. Yeah. yeah. If this is my best friend, I talk to you every day. Obviously, you're not going to play games with God, but like you have to, like you said, consistency so that you have that. And I think that if people can have that image of friend in their head, mm. then everything will change. Sort of. Yeah. Well, you've experienced that first time, yeah. didn't you? Excellent. Well, I think we've touched at least mm. part of that. Hopefully that's helpful. And uh, if you have any questions, then just get in touch. You'll be able to find the contact information wherever you're listening to your podcast. And uh, we'll see you again next time. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.